Come on, you yellows. Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore. We'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. Welcome along to another close season, closed, close season. Close, we had that last week, didn't we? Talking United yeah. Yellow Army podcast. We've got all sorts of noises going. We've got grumbling dogs. Honestly, it's going to be an interesting podcast, Guy. It is. Um, we the talk issue. We have grumbling dogs. Dog's mother have. is out. Uh, dog's grandmother's out with dog's mother and uh, nowhere to send them, but uh, just put up with them, I'm afraid. So they'll be wandering in and out, I yeah. imagine. We have coffee, we have biscuits, we have We have Borders dogs. lemon biscuits. Um, oh, crikey, that's quite... Is it oh, good? Lemon, I yeah. haven't tried mine yet. Mm. And we, we we have much to discuss. We have some speculation about a member of the Talkie United management team, which you'll probably have seen by now. Yep. Um, two more signings since we last two more signings. convened. They keep coming, don't they? Uh, one of them, the re-signing of a very promising lone player. Yep. And one of them, a striker who looks quite exciting. You enjoyed the showreel, didn't you? The showreel is yeah. brilliant. They have showreels now, Guy. They did. Did, um, did, did Jimmy Greaves have a showreel? Did, uh, he might have probably would have been a... a, a Steve Cooper. Show real. Jimmy Greaves would have had an eight millimeter film, which, <laughs> would, have, uh, which would have burned. With someone talking like this, yeah, yeah. and Greaves is on the end of the cross again, and um, that's I may, it. I may be announcing the end of my football career. <laughs> oh uh, no! We'll talk about that later on. We can't have that. Let's deal with the uh, the news from Playmore first. There is news from Playmore, and it's good news. Jack Stobbs resigned. Yep, great which we signing. Were delighted about this. Happened just after last week's podcast. One of the dogs has just decided to start eating biscuits. That's fine. It's just, as long as listeners out there know it's not us eating biscuits. Exactly. As noisily exactly. as that, that'll be fine. Stobbs is is a good signing. Let's let's face it. It's one of those players at the end of the season made such a difference with his work on the right wing, and. When he left, we thought, oh, wouldn't it be good? But I'm not sure yeah. we actually believed that he... he, he no, he, I agree with you, yeah. Um, sorry, Bertie, shut up. <laughs> he, was, um, <laughs> he was a success at the yeah, end yeah. of the season. He's got pace, he's got a good cross in him, he's not afraid of a tackle. He's, um, he's exactly the kind of player that might do well in National League South. He was surplus to requirements at Oldham. He was, yeah. Um, it's weird that they never really used him I know, like I know. that there because... Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure who they had on the right wing, but honestly, we couldn't have had anyone better on the right wing no. in the last couple of games of the season, could we? And Oldham weren't set in the world alike, were they? It's, no. they, 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 they to be fair, they, they had a good end, didn't they? They pulled right out of the problems. Um, it took them a while to get used to the, uh, to the delights of the National League. They, um, they managed to do it in the end and, and without him. So to be fair, you know... Mm. And Bradley Ash... 27-year-old striker. Not Daniel Ash. Not Daniel Ash, who was in a popular beat combo. Not sure you can call Bauhaus a popular beat combo, but... Uh, well, they had their moment in the yeah, sun, though, didn't yeah. they? They never got in the sun. <laughs> That's one band who never got in the sun. Um, scored 24 goals for Weymouth mm-hmm. in a poor season for Weymouth last yeah. season. He's 27 years old. He's not. He's no youngster, but he's been at Western Supermare. He's a lad from Western Supermare. Borehamwood, Hereford... Chippenham and Weymouth. He was at Barnsley for a while. Yeah. He went from Bar- went from, from from Western Supermare after a, f- a couple of good seasons as a youngster mm. there to Barnsley. 
and then went out on loan to Borehamwood and Hereford while he was at Barns- Barnsley yeah. before then coming back to Western Supermare and then eventually ending up at um, I think Play uh, for the chips for a yeah, while Chippenham and then and then Weymouth last season uh, he scored 40, 40 24 goals for um, yeah. Weymouth in a season where they had to win on the last day to, to stay mm. up so that's side. not a bad return Yeah, there's a very good interview with him on Talking United's YouTube channel and yep. on the club website Dom's done a very nice interview with yep. him he's keen to get started mm. I like the cut of his jib from Do the you? interview yeah. yeah yeah, definitely and as we say the, the, the show reel that they have on the end of their videos which basically shows pretty much all of his goals from last season just moving the dog's bowl because he's now pushing it because it's empty he's now pushing it around the floor <laughs> he scores left footers right footers headers penalties long range the thing that he does seem to do is he gets tap-ins which are not really tap-ins he's in the right place at the right he's time doing it all is he when yeah. the ball breaks in the area yeah. he's he looks like a proper striker he scored at least twice against us. Yeah, for Western Supermare at theirs in a two-all draw. In the Bingate game. That's the game, The yeah. game where the bin ended up on the pitch. He yeah. scored the equalising goal. Top bin. Top it bin. was, actually. I watched it this morning. It wasn't a bad strike. It wasn't bad at all. Strangely, the highlights don't include the throwing of the bin onto no. the pitch. But there you go. And he also scored for Chippenham against us at Plainmore behind closed doors in he a Covid did. game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he so said he's, he said he's looking forward to playing playing at Playmore. He got got yeah. a taste of the crowd. Yeah. Um, at the Western away game, uh, and he didn't get any crowd at the uh, the home game. So he's looking forward to playing in front of fans at Playmore. I think that Western away game was a lively night, wasn't lively. it? Lively. It yeah. was a lively, was a lively night day, for all sorts for, for a lot of the wrong reasons, but yeah. a lot of the right reasons as well. Yeah. It was one of those nights that you'll always remember. You say that you were there. Uh, he'll get his well one of his first chances. Um, Talking of announced the first friendly. They have, Exeter City. What a surprise, Guy. Yeah, July the 22nd, which is yeah. Saturday. Yeah, I'll be back from my travels. You will, you're going, yes, you're, you're globetrotting, aren't you? I'm globetrotting. Well, oh. I'm, I'm one, uh, one continent trotting, but uh, I'm off to uh, Canada and America. So uh, hopefully the early friendlies, I might have yeah, to miss might, a couple, but I've got away with that one. I gather we're not, I read somewhere we're not playing Tiverton this year. I don't know why. Maybe Tiverton have got their friendlies already booked up. Maybe um, it was just a bit of social media best. nonsense. I don't think it's, uh, well, we're not playing Buckland for a start. That's, that's coming. Oh, out. it was Buckland. It wasn't Tiverton. Okay, you're yeah. right. It was Buckland. Um, I, got, I got a message from Martin at Buckland, who uh, is close to the board. I don't think he's on the board, but he's, you know, he yeah. does a lot of work there. Um, sort of suggesting that, that it was a shame. I think. I wouldn't be surprised now that Brixham are up at that level. Yeah. When the when, when the friendlies come out, it's possibly Brixham we're playing instead of Buckland this season. I, that would be exciting. That would be nice. That would be. It nice. would be good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love Buckland and would love to watch Torquay yeah. at Home of Heath, which is a beautiful ground, probably one of the best non-league grounds yeah. in yeah. Devon or and Cornwall or, or possibly the world. Um, <laughs> Well, better than that one in the Faroe Islands that's right no, on the edge of the sea. No, not yeah. better than okay. that one. Um, but then I think you have to take your own drinks to that one. I think you do. Yeah. But, um, and Buckland's got a fantastic array of different real ales and stuff. Anyway, let's stop picking up <laughs> Buckland because we're not playing there. Um, 
So maybe I, th- I think be I think because yeah. Brixham have done so well to win promotion to that level, I think I think they deserve a chance of a, of a talkie friendly. I might be talking complete rubbish, and it, it doesn't happen, but I suggest that might be a possibility. It would make sense. Yeah. And this is about the time I, as we speak, they may be announcing some more friendlies. Yeah. They, t- they yeah. tend to do these things on a Thursday, don't they? Yeah. So they, they they enjoy. Our deadlines, don't they? They the certainly club. do. They certainly do. Uh, Dom, not, it's not a conspiracy. In any it's way. not a conspiracy, but for years now, <laughs> with the Herald, at it's four o'clock uh, Tuesday afternoon print deadline. Uh, sort of send the pages to the printers and um, check the. You know, two hours later, there's a big announcement from the Talking Night website. It's fair enough. That's their prerogative. That's what they yeah, do. Yeah, that's what they do. But. Just seems to be every Tuesday. So, that, I mean, those two signings bring us up to 14. Yep. Eight signings this summer. The, yep. the others were already there. We have one goalkeeper. One goalkeeper. And uh, frankly, the best goalkeeper probably in the National South. We have five defenders. We have Tomlinson, Marshall, Crow, Donnellan and Moxie. Yep. We have six midfielders. Super Tom Lapsley. Super, super Tiger Tom Lapsley. Dawson, McGavin, Hanson, Hall and Stobbs. Yep. And two strikers. We have Jarvis and Ash. Ain't bad, is it? Ain't bad at all. You think we'd, so we'd be looking for another goalkeeper, obviously. Yeah. Um, no movement on Reese Lovett, as far as we can tell. No. Uh, maybe he's just he having a be, look around. Maybe still thinking yeah, about. Yeah. You know, I, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I think Reese Lovett did really well while he was here. I wouldn't begrudge him trying to find somewhere where he's playing week in week out because he's right. he's a he's a goal, goalkeeper with a decent vintage and he wants to be playing playing football and being a number two and we, don't, we don't have that reserve team either no, so you can't don't. even get those games in being, being a reserve keeper is a kind of a specialist job isn't it yeah. because you're not going to play much no. you're going to get half a dozen games a season at best you mm. might get a couple of runouts in the cup but it's not like you're a midfielder who can break your way into the team no, or whatever. it's a strange if, strange if you've got job. someone like Mark Colstead playing playing wonderful football in front of you, you whatever you do you're, you're not going to ask them really no so Gary's going to be looking for a centre-back. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Maybe two. Maybe two. Uh, and he's, probably, he's going to be looking for a striker, isn't he? Because he's got to get another yeah. striker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I wonder if we haven't seen the last of, of Tope. But we'll see. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Um, Aaron Jarvis, we're kind of stealing ourselves for the fact that he might announce that he's off. The longer it goes on, I mean, yeah. they haven't denied it, have they? They haven't said, no. oh, we're trying to keep Aaron. All they said was... He's under contract. He's under contract. You know, so if he really does, need to say anything else, to be honest with you. So if he does uh, move, he'll command a fee. He'll command a fee. Is he 24? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's it's a... If he gets a good move, Talkie will at least get something out of it. Yeah. And you wonder if, at the stage of his career, whether he wants to stay National League 2 level. But as we said the other week, if he stays with Torquay and bangs in 25 goals next season... Get, if those two click early on, imagine. I quite, I would like to see those yeah, two playing together. Yeah, yeah. But there you go. So that's the squad as it stands. The big speculation at the moment surrounds Aaron Downs. Yeah. Um, the Gloucester City manager's job has become vacant. Stephen King parted company with Gloucester City last week. Not the author, I don't think. No, Steve King, isn't he? Is he a Steve King? Is he a Steve or a Steve I don't know if it's... Sorry, I'm... I'm <laughs> You're confiscating your dog confiscating dog bowls because Rudy keeps on pushing it around the floor with his nose. Um, uh, lots of names have been mentioned in connection with the job, um, but our colleague up at Gloucestershire Live, John Palmer, uh, has done a piece today. 
Which Palmer broke broke the story about. Um, um, oh God! How how quickly we forget the names of superstars. The arrival of that striker. That striker, you've forgotten his name as well. You know the Danny. one that scored all those yeah. goals. Danny. 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 What's his name? Danny Thingamay. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is a brain freeze which has afflicted us both for some reason. Danny Wright. Danny Wright. So he he, he did the story yeah. about Danny Wright yeah. to Torquay, uh, which Torquay didn't deny, uh, but but it didn't come out for quite a long time afterwards. So what John Palmer says um, possibly has a little bit of a ring of truth to it, but, that, but all he's saying is that they're interested they're in interested, Dar- Aaron. Yeah. No, uh, I, mean, I mean, why wouldn't they be? No, of course. I would hate to see Aaron go. Yeah. But you have to say it ticks some boxes for him. He lives he up lives that way. He lives in Gloucester. Yeah. He doesn't. He wouldn't then have to drive two and a half hours on the motorway to get to his job. Yeah. Um, and if you're the deputy head of a school, one day you want to go off and be the head of a school, don't you? Yeah. I personally think, and we, yeah, we, 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 we during the season we we see him every week, and he's quite excited about, you know, the challenge. I think. Yeah. And. Would would he walk out on the eve of a season, which could be one to really look back on and, and enjoy? I don't I, see. I don't think so. I don't. No. And, but and then you don't know. We don't no, know him. As we well, don't know. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I'm sure Gary wanted to stay. But on the other on the other hand, you know, if Gary had decided to step down this season, mm. then Aaron might have been the man to for the board to turn to, especially if they're yeah. staying loyal to. Yeah, the, the 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 management team, as it were, if Gary had decided to stay down, step down, he he didn't. Mm. So I wonder if Aaron's thinking, oh, how, how long do I have to wait? Maybe, maybe. So you know, if he if he wants the job, if he wants the job. Interestingly, Gloucester City are going part time in National League North next season, so it'll be a completely different challenge. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Isn't it weird that they're in National North? It is. Along with Bishop Stortford, which is uh, yeah, they've been they've been yeah, it's strange. This is a yeah, very odd one. But yeah, keep an eye on that. I mean, that'd be interesting to see what happens. I would love it if he stayed. I would love understand. it, said <laughs> yeah. Kevin Keegan. But you could understand it if he yeah. goes. Yeah, well, that will develop, I'm sure. It will indeed. Um, and you flagged up to me that it was 14 years ago yesterday that we won at Wembley. 14 years 14 ago. 14 years ago. That's scary, isn't it? <laughs> I was, I, and that game as well, because I was working away from uh, Torquay, I was working in uh, Cambridgeshire at the time and in London. And so I didn't actually do the game for anyone. So I was actually in the in the yeah. crowd, which I enjoyed because every, every other game in recent years, I've actually been in the press box, which is, which is you know, a, a privilege and, and enjoyable. Yeah. But actually, sometimes you just want to be in the thick of things. And it's, you do. Yeah. I was in in the press area with um, with Dave Thomas and a colleague of ours, Mike Baker, uh, was up there as well working away. And it was the moment when Tomo lost his cool. Never. Famously, famously, the the ultra professional, etc. etc. Dave Thomas uh, completely lost his cool when oh, Tim Chris. Sills headed that. Goal. Well, we all remember when. I mean, I can see that still in my head in <laughs> slow motion from where I was standing. So can Tim Sills. Yeah. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Sills talks about it. I, I was literally a couple of rows away from Clark Carlisle when he crossed the ball because yeah. he crossed on that side where we were sitting, and uh, you could see Tim. Wayne li- Carlisle. Uh, <laughs> of course. I mean, that would be that would be amazing, <laughs> wouldn't it? Wayne Carlisle. I can't bring myself to talk about Exeter City. No, 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 no. Um, 
and you could see Tim Sills steaming yeah. into the box. Or, you know, it was, it was fantastic. The great thing with the, the TV shot is that when... I've when now Carlisle, got Clark Carlisle running down the... <laughs> when he crosses the ball, you can't even see Tim Sills no, in the picture. No, he runs into the Elliot picture. Bennion's in there, looking, yeah. hoping to get up for a header. But um, Tim Sills, complete with Zorro masks, suddenly <clears> appears at 90 It was written, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely fantastic. And of course, Chris Hargreaves had scored I was a perfectly say, acceptable goal. Exactly, that was a fantastic goal as well. But it gets completely forgotten um, by the, the memories of that that second goal. It does. It was interesting to see Hargreaves on the um, on BT doing the the playoff final the other yeah. day, and uh, uh, he pointed out that he scored at Wembley. Uh, Did he? To, to Did he? Them when they I were talking you, about you, it. You yeah. would, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, couple of other news headlines: Oxford City. Four nil promoted four nil against St Albans City. Clady Lolos came on in the 88th minute. Oh, did he? As a sub, was not among the scorers, but we lose Oxford City from National League. And we gain, we gain, well, we, where we, we keep yeah. St Albans City. Yeah, uh, that was a surprisingly emphatic scoreline. I thought for I thought a final. Was, yeah, yeah, but then look at last night in Man City. That's very true. Are we comparing Oxford City to Manchester City? No. You never know. They um, might sweep all before them. That means we're comparing St Albans with Real Madrid, which has never been done. No, no, no they've brought me down to earth now. So, yeah, I think you're probably right. Uh, mentioned for the under-18s who won Brilliant. the Gary yeah. Els Memorial League Cup. Yeah. They beat Mangotsfield 3-2. Yeah. Came from two down to do it they as did. well, didn't they? Yeah, two penalties by Jaden Gilbert, Jaden Gilbert and, got uh, two. and then Ben, ben Aldis, super striker Ben Aldis, who, let's face it, uh, once this next game they've got they've got another game yet haven't they yeah. the under 18s um, I presume they'll give them a year won't they well, you'd have I mean, so. there's two or three in that team that you probably would give a year caveat being that how many of these young players have we seen come into the none into the first none. year pro ranks and and, but, and and not really get a chance yeah but you know we talked about this last week yeah. didn't we you know, to, to, to give one of those lads he looks a, a contract Ben Aldis looks, looks a serious striker and keep him at the club yeah rather than ping him out on loan to Dorchester and they don't forget about him obviously yeah. but fans do yeah, yeah and yeah. you know so the players are, are gone and you know the, the players that we did lose um, Alex Moyes we thought there was a player in there didn't we we well, really did we, uh, I was convinced there was yeah but um, you know maybe one maybe now is the time to give one of these lads a contract and keep him here yeah put him on the bench Throw him on occasionally. Yeah. Let him make a name for himself. It's easier to do that guy in a season when you're winning games three or four nil. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. We're hoping yeah. we're going to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll be coming on very shortly to our, our latest tour through some of the grounds that we're going to oh, be yeah. visiting. Yeah, I'm excited. A couple of players to mention this week. Today, happy birthday to Les Lawrence. Happy birthday, Mr. Lawrence. Well done. You're almost a film. Uh, I wonder how old he is. Have you got he's it written 66. down? He's 66. Which wow. strangely means he's only just over three years older than me. And I remember when I used to go and see him play at Plainmore thinking, you know, this it's a, an experienced professional footballer. Yeah. You look up to these guys. And you think, he's only three years older than me. Do you know the first time that I felt old at a game of football? Go on. Was when Lee Sharp was playing for Torquay and he was younger than me. <laughs> he was the first player that yeah. I watched that was younger than me. Everyone yeah. will have that moment when they're watching a player make their debut or whatever and suddenly realise that they are older than the player. And for me, that was, it wasn't a bad one, it was Lee Sharp. 
Les Laura's a great play. He was uh, he born in a place called Rowley Regis in the yes. West Midlands. He's not the only famous Lawrence from there. Josie Lawrence. Oh, thank you from the from same Rowley place. Regis wow. in the West Midlands. You see, I've had time on my hands. Yeah. I've been Googling people. He was a Welsh Cup winner in 1977 with Shrewsbury. Um, but Mike Green brought him to um, play more when he was 21. He was top scorer in 78-79, 19 goals, wearing that kit, of course, yeah. the white kit with yeah. the vertical stripes on it. Uh, he played 215 games, scored 54 goals before moving to Port Vale in 1982. Yeah. Um, a team said he played for this is Aldershot. He played for your favourite team. Played for Aldershot. Yeah. Rochdale, Peterborough, Burnley, Cambridge, Kettering, Aylesbury, and Bourne Town before he finished his career in 1994. Interesting. He was a cracking player. Yeah, he and Willie Brown together up front. Um, growing up around that era was with him and Steve Cooper. They were the first two strikers I really remember playing together yeah. as a partnership yeah. they i mean that was a great time to be a talkie fan probably just because of the age i was um but they were good times saturday night games at playmore yeah um, you just, in your double denim in your double denim scarf tied around your wrist yeah i can see yeah. it now stopping at gatons for chips yeah. on the way home yeah so that that picture Marvelous. of Sid vicious in 1973 <laughs> going to see david bowie just like that absolutely like that the absolute image and some sad news this week, well, Andy Proven died. Mm. Andy Proven, he played 91 games for us, 14 goals. Uh, three of those goals were that hat-trick against Rochdale, which yeah. we talked about the yeah. other week in April 75. Of course I remember it clearly, Guy, I was four. I was there. <laughs> um, he was a terrific player, Andy yeah. Proven, a really hard-working, scurrying forward um, Scotsman, I suppose. Scotsman, yeah. yeah. And, um, name like Proven. Good, good player. Another wearer of the classic kit. Mm. And thanks to Julian for digging out some facts and figures this week as well. Julian uh, Julian actually sent me a load of stuff about Les Lawrence. Did he? Some pages from old programmes with pictures of Les. Also some stuff from Malcolm Musgrove about bringing Andy Proven to the club. Yeah. Julian's been busy amongst the programme collection this well week. Well done, Julian. So thank you very much for that. So should we go on a little tour of some should of these... should have its own theme um, tune, this bit, shouldn't it? It should, really. Yeah. So if we kind of leave it here, you could just, you've got a room full of guitars over there. You could just go, how hard can it be? Just knock out a theme I'll tune. I'll just knock out one. Just, yeah. yeah that's Sing exactly. the theme tune. <laughs> so the five clubs that we're looking at this week, Dartford, Dover, Eastbourne, Farnborough and Hampton and Richmond. Tunnels. 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 <laughs> I'm really excited. Dartford has a tunnel. Yes, of course it bridge, does. The Queen Elizabeth Crossing. Dover has a tunnel, which we all know about. But you discovered last week that Farnborough has, a tunnel. has a tunnel. It does. A wind tunnel yes. that you can have a tour I mean, of. I'm quite happy to accept that it's not a, a, a through tunnel, but it's a wind tunnel and that will do. How, I mean, how exciting can a tour of a wind tunnel be? Though? Very exciting. Do you think? Oh, I'd be, I'd be straight down there. Isn't it just a great big cavern with a fan in it? Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I stand to be corrected, but I, I mean, I spent. I used to go to a, a, um, uh, a indie pop festival that was held at the uh, the Midland Railway Museum mm -hmm. uh, outdoors, and in the Midland Railway Museum, they had one big shed that housed the National Forklift Museum. Really? That was fantastic. You could just lose yourself in there. Well, I, I, can, I can only begin to imagine. <laughs> so it was a music festival allied to the National Forklift Museum. Yeah. There are puns to be had in there. There are many. And I can't think of it. <laughs> 
There you go. Right, Dartford. Formed in 1888 as Dartford Working Men's Club. Mm-hmm. They play at a ground called Prince's Park, which is grass. Um, and it was named the most environmentally friendly stadium when it was built. It has a grass roof. It was. I remember going there. Um, excuse me, I'm just taking too big a bit of biscuit. Know. School boy. Um, when I was working for Nonley Paper years ago, it wasn't Torquay game, I don't think. I think they were playing someone else. And I went to Dartford. And it was very wooden. There was lots yeah. of wood around and very environment, environmentally friendly. Not sure how that will have aged, actually. It has timber beams, yeah. apparently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and solar panels and all that kind of yeah. thing. It's like forest green, but in Kent. Yeah. Some of their former players that we have in common, Toby Ajala and Adi Aziz, bear those names in mind because they come up again in a moment. Okay. Uh, Amrit Bansal McNulty. Crikey, yeah. Who we had on loan. Yeah who was a futsal international, wasn't he? That's he was, right. He was an yeah. expert and he had he had some nice moves and some nice touches, but he just didn't quite have what it took to um, to cement a place in no. the team. Jazzy Barnum Bob. That's the one. I mean, honestly, what, why I think, I think this, I don't know, but that name just makes me think of Simpsons character. <laughs> he was also at Chelmsford, wasn't he? We mentioned yeah. him last week because yeah. he'd been at Chelmsford. Um, Bob Glozier, who oh, was a yes. trophy player way yeah. back in the day. Uh, he played at Dartford. And Calvin Kalala. Oh, that one. The enigma that yeah. was Calvin Kalala. Yeah. I, I think he's still part of their current squad. Is he? he may well still be he there. He didn't leave on great terms, did he? Didn't. he tried to sue the club, if I remember. He did. It was yeah. all very strange. Because yeah. uh, Gary and Aaron made a player out of him. Yeah, definitely. From a not terribly promising beginning. Shutting the door. <laughs> I mean, he was a player, he constantly, and probably still does, he has that air of couldn't care less about him couldn't just care because less of that's than the body language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's him at all. I yeah. think he could care less, and I think he could be a very, very good player. But he just kind of had that air about him that made yeah. you think he wasn't really engaged with the game half the time. Uh, Dartford, we played him four times. We've yeah. won twice, drawn twice. Okay, happy with that. And it's 218 miles to Dartford. That's a long way. It is a long it's, way. It's, but it's awkward to get to as well. It is awkward. Yeah. yeah, you've got to go all the way around the south side yeah, of the it's M25. Not just the kind of you? mileage, it's the, it's the traffic. Famous musicians from Dartford. I had to look these up because of Mega City 4, which you put in my head yeah. last week. Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Of course they were. So, yeah. You don't get much more famous than that, do you? You don't. Moving on to Dover, another place with a tunnel. They had a former player, by the way, called Aswad Thomas, played in defence. If you put the ball over Don't him, turn you... around. That's my punchline. <laughs> if you put the ball over him, that's good because he don't, don't turn, turn around. around. <laughs> um, they play at the Crabble. We've played there yeah. many, many times. Um, stadium that's kind of set into a hillside. It's a grass pitch. There's a nice velodrome next door. Is there? There is indeed. Neville Southall was the manager there for a little of while in 2002. Yeah. And former players that we have in common include Toby Ajala and Adi Aziz. How weird is that? Yeah. Both played for Dartford, both played for Dover. Jimmy Agri was at Dover. Oh, I love Jimmy Agri. Cadell Daniel, he yeah. was at Dover. He'll yeah. come up again in a minute. Giancarlo Galifuoco went yeah. from us to Dover, didn't he, if Did I remember yeah. rightly? Yeah, liked him. James Hurst. James Hurst, yeah, yeah, yeah. We liked him as well. Yeah. He was quite a sparky character, mm. but we liked him. Uh, Ryan Hansen, of course, yep. was there the season before last. He, he was? was their skipper. And Tyrone Marsh was there for a while. Mm. Uh, it's a 265-mile trip, 
which actually yeah. makes it not quite the furthest we've come across yet, but uh, it's a close brain tree. Yeah. Yeah. And that we've played them 12 times, we've won seven, drawn one, lost four. The chairman's a bit of a character, isn't he? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Is he still the chairman? Is he still, so. still involved sure. there? Um, and famous musicians, not many from Dover. Mm. Topper Heaton, the clash drummer who wrote Rock the Casbah. Well, that's another good one. Is yeah. from Dover. Eastbourne. 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 Isn't that just... Is there still two Eastbournes, as in clubs? I think there is. I think there's one. There used to be, but back in the day, two non-league clubs, more or less playing at the same level. I wonder if I looked up the right one. Oh, I so. two of them up. This is Barrow, isn't it? We've got in our division, isn't it? Oh, I think it is, yeah. 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 Now somebody will pick me up on Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. sure you're fine. I, well, I think the other one's now dropped back down the leagues. They play on grass at Priory Lane. Their mascot is called Sammy Sunshine. Beautiful. It's a great name, isn't it? I hope it's not as scary as the Partick Thistle Sunshine mascot, though. But, but I hope that at some point during the season he falls over and one of the players walks on him. <laughs> and then they can all sing Walking, walking, on, walking on Sunshine. Perhaps it is Euro- Eurovision week, more or less. Perhaps he'll be summoned to the PA box and somebody will just shout, bring me sunshine. Yes. Enough. Um, players that we have... Or he can run out on a rainy day. <laughs> <laughs> and it can be sunshine on a rainy day. You know, we've got close season fever, haven't we? <laughs> uh, past players, Bayan Fenwick. Okay. For us and for them. Uh, he, we had him on loan in 2016. Joe Quigley has yep. played for them. Uh, he was on loan from Bromley at the time. Uh, and Ashley Barnes. Oh, yes. Ashley Barnes played spell there, And scored he? against us. In 2008, did in he? Game for Eastbourne. When we Is that after he'd been at us on loan? Or? I think it was. I um, no, he was there before he came to us. Was he it? was on loan from yeah. Argyle to yeah. them and scored against. And us. then he went on loan to us from Argyle. He yeah. did. Um, we've played him four times. We've won three, drawn mm-hmm. none. We've lost one. Uh, Jamie Reed had a hat trick there in a four-three win in 2018. Beautiful. I bet it was a sight to behold. Yeah. Shut up, dog. It's 215 miles away. That's a bit further than I thought it would be, actually. And your pop favourites to come from Eastbourne include Top Loader. You're unmoved by Top Loader. Uh, I'll keep the blank expression, yeah. I think they played at some festival in Exeter at the weekend, Top Loader. So, um, yeah, Top Loader. Not not impressed by that one. I couldn't find anybody any more famous than Top Loader. Oh, that's a shame. So that's the best I could do. I mean, you could have tried the local pub musicians. <laughs> I, they leave me completely unmoved. There may be people out there who are massive. Top I hope you're talking fans. about top loader. Top yeah, loader. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. But there you go. I just of oh, its time, I think. I had to write somebody in there. Uh, Farnborough, home of the yeah. air show, yeah. and the wind tunnel tour. Yeah. If we go to an away game at Farnborough, we need to book a wind tunnel We're going tour to the wind tunnel. So yeah. that we can broadcast from inside the wind tunnel. That's exactly what we should be doing. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for the fixtures to come out because planning that weekend as, as, as ridiculously as I'm planning my trip to America, it's going to be brilliant. I didn't bother looking up any other musicians after Farnborough's Mega City 4. Absolutely. We, we had the discussion last we week. Uh, they last were week. the hardest working band in pop music in early 90s late 80s early 90s great band I loved them I saw them about four or five times in Exeter in about three 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 months they were constantly oh, on the road enjoy. hopefully in an old beaten up transit van you know you can yeah. see it it's fun when you when you get to see a band a lot of times in quick succession a band called the original mirrors I saw 
three or four times back in the 80s. Yeah. Fantastic Liverpool band they were. Uh, saw them in quite saw them at Seal Hain of all places. I saw the Bolshevik yeah. at Seal Hain and not the ballet. <laughs> we need to do a podcast on <laughs> music one of these days. Farnborough play at Cherrywood Road. Which Did you now, listen to any Mega City for, by the way? I didn't. I haven't caught up yet. Yeah. I may do it on the bus on the way yeah. back to Paint. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they play at Cherrywood Road, which is now known as the Easy As HGV Stadium. I, I ain't saying I that. I will not call it no. that. It's Cherrywood Road. Their main rivals are Woking and Aldershot. Of course. Your favourites. Players that we have in common. Ray Howe played for them for a while. Did he? Gareth Howells played for them for a while. Did he? And Lloyd Macklin. Wow, yeah. So they go back a bit. It's 160 miles away. We've only played them twice and they were both incredibly memorable games. Yeah. They were in the FA Cup in nineteen ninety-two. Yeah, I think I've got that programme, yeah. And they're both on YouTube. Well, they, 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 Are they? The replay is on YouTube and they show the goals from the first game as part of that. Oh, okay, that's worth watching. We drew 1-1 at Plainmore. Mark Loram got the goal. They were in front and Mark Loram saved our bacon and took us to a replay in which Farnborough went 4-0 up. Wow, okay. Before we replied. Yeah. Um, we responded with, uh, in fact, it was it was the week after the John Uzel incident. Was it? They mentioned that in the commentary. Um, Paul Compton, I, I don't remember this, Paul Compton, I think, had got himself sent off in the aftermath of the Blissett okay. Uzel That's not surprising. collision, yeah. which they mentioned in the commentary as well. So talking, we're obviously in a state of some shock because that, that's the worst thing I've ever seen on a football Yeah. Field. Um, so we were 4-0 down before Torquay started to get back into the game. Mickey Holmes got one back, Darren Rowbottom got a second one back, and Scott Colcombe got a third one back. Yeah. And by the look of the highlights on the TV, we looked very much like nicking a draw out of it, but didn't. But didn't. Finished 4-3 to Farnborough, they went on to lose to West Ham in the third round. Another, another example of us not getting the big game in the third round, although, although West Ham might have been championship level at that point, I, I suspect. But those are the only two times we've played Farnborough yeah. in competitive fixtures. So that's one draw and one defeat. So we need to, uh, we need to avenge well, that's all right. yeah, that no, we'll get that. from 30 years ago. And um, we'll love the tunnel. We'll love the tunnel. Yeah. Uh, Hampton and Richmond are the final team that we look at. Yeah. They play Quite at the popular Beverly. In, their, uh, in their area. They are. They seem to be. Uh, the ground's called the Bevery, which is why they're known as the Beavers. Yeah. No jokes. Thank you very much. No. Uh, they have a stand at the ground, which is called the Alan Simpson stand, yeah. because Galton and Simpson, the writers of Steptoe and Son, yeah. Alan Simpson uh, was a massive Hampton and Richmond fan. Good. Uh, they have in their squad at the moment, they have a, a Montserrat international by the name of Brandon Barzi. Okay. So he's in the squad at the moment. And players we have in common, Iffy Allen. Iffy Allen. Miles Anderson. Miles Anderson, remember him, yeah, his dad used to come to games. He did? Yeah. Cadell Daniel, who of course was at Dover yeah. as well, and here's a bit of a curio, Aaron Downs, Ooh. who according to Wikipedia, which never gets anything wrong, no. obviously, uh, played his first game since coming to the UK from Australia for Hampton and Richmond in 2003. He only played one game for them. Wow. And then moved on elsewhere and began... You know, a, a successful a, career. A very yeah. successful career, but played one game for Hampton and Richmond. Wow, interesting. At the Beverly. Well, that's that's uh, shown up a bit of a, a gap in my knowledge there, because I've not really 
don't really know what, how, how his journey from Australia to Torquay was. Do you know what I mean? No, not, not to Torquay, sorry, to England. No, it was. We'll, we'll ask him. Yeah, we'll be interested we'll in a chat him. about that. How he came from Australia to be a professional footballer. Hampton and Richmond is 178 miles. Not too bad. Uh, it's easy enough to get to. Played yeah. two against them. We've won one and lost one. The last time we beat them, December 2018, three goals to nil. Seiku Jane got one of them. Yeah. And the other two came from Calvin Lumbombo Kalala. Were they? Okay. Who we obviously mentioned before. So it just it makes you look forward to the season. It's guy, good. guy, is there a tunnel? I don't think so. Oh, there's got to be a and tunnel in Hampton or Richmond, isn't there? There's got to be some kind of, I don't know, post office tunnel under the Thames. Could be. Could be. Well researched. Yeah. That's, that's, my, that's my mate Sean's local team as well. Is it really? He, he, he works just around the corner from the ground in, in a private school. He's a drum teacher. I started looking up famous people and I gave... Just I a few too many. To, to be honest. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. the listing is people who live in Hampton and Richmond or Richmond or Hampton. I, um, I, I, I once was having a beer on, on the... On the the grassy bank of the Thames is one of the pubs you can sort of buy a beer and sit on the on the bank of the Thames and uh, and Bamba Gascoigne walked past with an oar. I think I've told you this story before. With one oar. One oar. Yeah. And nothing else. Nothing else. Just one oar. No evidence of a boat nearby. No. no. It's a starter for ten oars, though, isn't it? <laughs> Perhaps it's like when you park a bicycle outside a pub, but you take the saddle off. Yeah, maybe, maybe. No one could nick your canoe if, you, if you've taken your Perhaps oar. you tie up your boat. I know, I, they, they won't nick it if I take the oar with me. <laughs> Bamba, Bamba Gascoigne. I mean, I wouldn't have recognised him. My friend Mike recognised him. He'd, oh, look, there's Bamba Gascoigne with an oar. a mystery, isn't it? Yeah. There you go. He's, uh, we, we recently talked about that, and, and he, he said that we saw someone else on that day, but I can't remember who it was now. But it's it the, wasn't going to be better than Bamba Gascoigne. It's the kind of place, isn't it, where you're just going to be bumping into famous people, yeah, aren't you? Yeah. But when we go up there for the away game, people go, oh, look, there's Guy and Richard from the Talk United yeah. Yellow Army podcast. With their oars. With their oars. <laughs> and a bicycle saddle. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we'll be looking at Haven't and Waterlooville, Hemel Hempstead, Maidstone, who we know quite well, yeah. Sloughtown, who wants to beat Brazil. Yeah, and, and I once St- saw Darren Moore score a header at and St Albans City, yeah. now that we know they're staying down. Yeah. I'm going to start doing historical battles as well, because there was a major battle at St Albans in the, uh, in the, the Middle there? Ages. Yeah, major one. This, this podcast is branching out yeah. in all directions. We're I doing think music, I, should, we're doing I mean, we're, we've left Barnet behind, but there's a big battle of Barnet, battle and of there's Barnet. a battle of St Albans. I mean, I'm, I'm very much into my Middle Ages battles at the moment. Okay. I've got to that age. It'll happen to all men. <laughs> I've still got that to <laughs> Well, there we go. We've left you with the mystery of Bamba Gascoigne and an oar. Yeah. Um, the Battle of St Albans and Barney. wrong. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and we'll be looking at other places to go in, um, in National League South. This, this time next week, we'll be looking for a, for a new assistant manager and, uh, and Aaron Jarvis will have gone. He may, and we may have made That's looking signings. on the dark side, isn't it? We may have announced more friendlies. Yeah. Let's see. Brixham. <laughs> that's a good show yeah Warpark would be a nice place for friendly it would it would if it's we a can't bit go tighter, it's a bit tighter for, for crowd than uh, it's a bit tight for car parking as well yeah car parking would be a problem although the, 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 there's a lot of roadage outside isn't there roadage there is indeed a lot of roadage outside folks thank you very much for listening I, I did say I was going to talk about the possible end of my football career though yeah playing walking football last night yeah uh, first time I played since October because I got a dodgy knee so I gave it a run out 
Uh, scored a worldie, by did the way. You? Oh, I did. I did. It was a left foot half volley. I was lurking at the near at the far post. Goal hanging, I think we call it. Like, well, when you come up from defence <laughs> and you, and nobody expects you to be there, yeah. you kind of you can get a bit of space. And somebody pinged across over from the left. Obviously, you can't did go you above head height. Did you swing the pin at it? And, uh... I did, yeah. Well, I thought, if I'm going to control this, it's not going to go well. It's going to go back the way it came, probably at the same speed. So, I'll just have a so I'm just going to have to swipe it. Yeah. Left foot, half volley, in off the post. Beautiful. It was a beautiful... Far one. post or near post? Near post, funnily oh. enough. It was just in off the post. And it was a lovely little ding. It was. It was. You could hear every sound. Good. But then towards the end of the game, I passed the ball, a, a, a defence-splitting diagonal ball to... Bob, who's one of our podcast listeners, yeah. uh, found him, but I felt the knee go at oh. that moment. Um, a horribly word crept out, and I thought, that's it, I'm done. Um, and I'm not quite sure when I'll play again. I'm limping again this morning. You have to take the insurance guy. <laughs> I might have to. <laughs> Do you think I get a testimonial? Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's it's sore. So, for me and football may be done in playing Oh, that's terms, a shame. But I we shall see. Well, I just feel good that I did get the goal and I did get that pass. You signed off, off on, a, on a high. I signed yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, I did. But we shall see. More um, more nonsense about walking football and stuff next week. I signed off for football when I was about 28 because I had sciatica after trying to lift a fridge. <laughs> and I never went back to it. And um, God, did I get fat quite quickly. Because that was my only exercise yeah. every week. Piano shifter, you yeah. see. That's a, it does your back. Yeah, that's a... That's a yeah, absolutely. It was a fridge, but I wouldn't try a piano. Thanks for listening. We've been Guy and so, Richard. Sorry about you know, the dogs. Podcast. Dogs have been pretty good, to be honest. Yeah. They could have barked constantly, but they didn't. Look and they knew there were biscuits. this one slinking in. Your ear's inside out, mate. See to that, <laughs> will you? Thanks for listening. We'll finish, as ever. Come, come on, you yellows. Come on, you yellows. Flying high below the Wembley archway sky today. Come on, you yellows. Prefer the pride, buckle up.